Hello! Welcome back to Little This, Little That, yet another awesome episode coming your way. As always, please leave me your feedback. Enjoy! Hey everybody! So today's episode is going to be shocking for some. Um, It's going to be fantastic. Um, I hope you guys definitely do enjoy this episode. So let's get right into it. So I have been on and off thinking about what it is that I want my life to look like, to feel like, to be for myself. Um, For me, what I want it to consist of, um, what kind of person I want to be, and all that good stuff. So one of the things that has always kind of determined um, my level of confidence and my beauty is my hair. So, you know, whether my hair is done, whether my hair is not done, whether it's, you know, I just cut it, I didn't cut it, I haven't gotten a trim in years, um, I just colored it, whatever the case was, that determined my level of confidence and how beautiful I was. And it's terrible. It's terrible to think that way. Um, I realize that it's very normal. Uh, Most women, even men, do think that um, when your hair is done or when it's, you know, just freshly cut or whatever the case is, you're looking your best there before you feel your best, which is normal. You know, our outward appearance, um, once we see that in the mirror, it definitely gives you that self-confidence, that boost, that energy of like, heck yeah, man, I'm going to go do this. I can do anything. You feel unstoppable. You feel invincible. And that's normal. Um, But this journey has definitely been more than that for me. Um, I definitely don't want to have anything determine who I am other than what I feel inside. Um, so if you've listened to any of my previous podcasts or episodes, you real or have known now at this point that um, I'm definitely doing a lot of inner work. I want to be so mentally strong, so spiritually strong that nothing can stop me. Nothing will determine anything other than what I want to say, what I want to um, to say to people, what I want the world to know about me. Um, comes from inside. It doesn't come from anywhere else. And so I did something very drastic that I've been contemplating on and off for a couple of weeks now. And I told myself, actually last night, I said, okay, this is going to be the determining factor. I said, um, I normally wake up like around seven and just kind of because my dog, Mavis, she, she's such a, a perfect alarm. She'll wake me up And anywho, so I told myself if I wake up before seven o'clock for whatever reason, universe is going to get me up, I'm going to do it. And so I woke up at three and I went to the bathroom. I came back and I was like, nah, it's too early. It's too early. I don't want to make too much noise. So I came back. I went to sleep. I woke up at five. I think it was about maybe 515. And I woke up and I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to wait anymore. I'm not going to have anything else stop me. I'm not going to procrastinate. I'm not going to put it off. I'm going to fucking do it. And so it was probably about 530 and I was thinking about all the things about how I'm going to feel. I wasn't even talking myself out of it. I was literally just motivating myself and just excited. So then I started watching some YouTube motivational videos And um, I started listening to David Goggins. If you guys don't know who that is, he is, um, I believe he's ex-Navy SEAL now. Um, And he lost tons of weight. Um, He's definitely somebody who's super athletic, somebody who's very 
um, motivational and inspiring. Um, if you don't know, like I said, if you don't know who he is, Google him, but he's amazing. And so anyway, so I watched his video and I was just like, okay, you know what, Isabella, this is, this is it. So it was about 7.15. I recorded a little kind of like last minute see ya video and I went to the bathroom and I shaved all of my hair. <laughs> it is all gone. And so I am rocking the bald, bald and beautiful right now. Um, it feels absolutely fantastic. I feel amazing. Uh, it's actually incredible and it has amaz amazed me that I can look at myself in the mirror and genuinely think that I'm beautiful. Um, I put on one of my favorite songs today. It's by um, India Ari. It's called I Am Not My Hair. And I literally cry tears of joy because my hair has always been, like I said, a determining factor of my level of beauty. Um, so literally just washing away all of the insecurities, all of the setbacks, all of the limitations, all of the mind games, all of the procrastination, all of the fear, all of the just I can't, maybe later, some other time is literally gone. Um, it used to be my security blanket. You know, most people have something that um, they feel safe with, whether it's a person, a thing, um, whatever the case is, it's something that they have or can go to or use that makes them feel whole or wholesome or full or safe. And my hair has always been something that has done that for me, you know, and so with that, with it being gone, I feel completely, I even more so con in control of my life. Um, I feel entirely empowered. Um, I feel like everything and anything that I've ever wanted to do is here. It's in my, it's in just a hand's grasp. It's so close and I'm excited about it. I'm super freaking excited about it. Um, there's no, I can't have an excuse now. There is no, well, my hair doesn't look good today, so I'm going to look and feel like shit. Like there is no hair for me to feel that way, you know? And so it just is going to push me. Um, one of the goals that I had for today or actually for the month, I told myself for 30 days, I want to walk five miles in one stretch and, um, do it every day. So five miles a day for 30 days to see how I feel. Um, it doesn't always have to be in the morning. It doesn't always have to be, you know, first thing. It can be in the afternoon or evening, but I want it to be in one stretch. And so it's about 10,000 miles or 10,000 steps and I can totally do it. And I did it this morning and I feel great. Um, another one of my goals is to not be on social media for 30 days. So that's definitely something that I do need. I need a break from it. I need just a whole no distraction, no, not even an ounce of doubt or comparison or anything like that. I want to be so fully dedicated to myself. Um, I've For the last three weeks since I've moved, I've been committed to myself mentally and spiritually. And so for the next 30 days, I want to incorporate being more physically active and moving my body, continuing continuously doing yoga, um, any kind of movements, whether it's dancing, whether it's yoga, whether it's just stretching, kind of like more aerobic movement. Um, I just want to be committed to that. And so I'm adding, solely adding things that make me feel good, that do not need to make sense to anybody, that don't need to, um, I don't know, it doesn't need to be explained or have any kind of rhyme or reason. It makes me feel good. And that seriously is why I'm beaming so much right now, because I'm so proud of myself. 
um, to genuinely, like I said, look at myself in the mirror and say, oh my gosh, Isabella, you're beautiful, is incredible to me. I have been overweight my entire life. Um, and I could say 90% of my life, you know, even as a, um, even as a young teenager, I was, I started, I think at 13 when I really started gaining weight and I've been seriously at this weight plus 10 or 15 pounds since I was 13. And so not anything crazy, not anything super bad. Um, I think the last time that I weighed myself, I was about 187, 188. And I told myself before I moved, I was like, I'm not going to weigh myself anymore. It's going to go off of how I feel, what I look like. Um, you know, obviously I'll be able to see the the inches come off, but I don't want to weigh myself anymore because that number is so, it doesn't tell you anything other than a number. Because again, if I'm gaining muscle or if I'm bloated one day, or if I'm carrying more water, whatever the case is, I'm only going to go off of that number. And again, going back to my whole you know, moment about my hair, it's the same thing. My hair is going to be the determining factor of whether or not I feel good for that day, whether or not I, you know, do a little bit more, challenge myself, push myself, um, um, be patient with myself. No, there's absolutely no need to, to rely on one thing to determine your whole day, you know, and to really say that's who you are. I don't want that. I've given so much of myself to um, to just things in my life that absolutely don't make any sense that I give so much of myself to um, as far as time, as far as energy, as far as effort that make no sense. Um, and is again, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just bad practice. You know, again, I'm somebody who takes full accountability for the things that I've done. Um, the way that I was living, how I was behaving, things, my lifestyle, everything, you know, it's not a bad thing, but again, you have to be able to take accountability for it. And so it's just not something that I want anymore. I don't want there to be one thing that determines anything for me. You know, I am a person, I come with, um, multiple facets. I have multiple interests and hobbies and moments and, you know, just everything. There's multiple parts of me that make up a whole it's not just one thing. So I was definitely super excited and proud of myself for just physically letting go of the hair and embracing my my beauty on the inside because beauty is not skin deep. Beauty is not something that you can just see on the outside because I think one of the posts that I saw a while ago on social media said, if we were all blind, you know, would your looks matter at that point? Probably not because no one would be able to see them. So it's like, what more do you have to offer your kindness, your charisma, your enthusiasm, your positivity, your energy, your love? Um, those are the things that matter. Those are the things that carry substance and value when making connections and making bonds and creating relationships with people. And so those are the kinds of things that I want to constantly remember about myself is that, yes, you do need to, th- to believe that you're beautiful. Um, but you also need to remember that your beauty on the inside is what carries it. So in that moment, you may think, oh man, my skin's not looking that great. Or, you know, I have, you know, bags under my eyes or whatever. Those are things that you can fix. Those are things that you can, you know, get some creams or get, you know, whatever the case is. And those are the things that you can fix. But how you speak to yourself, um, what you believe on the inside and what you really think about yourself is really what matters. 
and so just I'm just making tremendous strides and it just feels amazing um like I told you guys before on my previous episode I definitely want to be more committed to sharing my journey um I want to be more consistent with um yeah just kind of sharing where I'm at especially now with this whole new look (laughs) and me having these like really um really big goals for myself as far as adding more physical activity and um, again just continuously being committed to myself I want to be able to track that progress and share that with you guys I hope it does something for you I hope it inspires and motivates you guys to say hey man like she's doing it like I can too like we all have it in us what's already here it's not something that you have to go far to go find you know sometimes it really just takes taking a step back and a major step back is setting boundaries you know is being able to say hey I've allowed this much in my life I've allowed myself to give this much I've allowed myself to um whatever be this kind of person and it hasn't served me I don't feel like I want to feel you know and so when I was mentioning earlier And like I said, my previous episode, I was saying how I was always so available and accessible to my friends, my family, coworkers, and all of that. And so when I thought about it after I had posted my episode, I really wanted to go back and kind of dive deeper into what I meant by that. Not again, not to just have to explain, but again, because this is my kind of therapeutic avenue, how I kind of express myself and get things off my chest and off my head. And so... One of the things was when I say that, I say, even if you didn't feel it, if you didn't know it, if you didn't embrace it, if you didn't see it, if you didn't, whatever the case was, I was always making myself, um, I was always prioritizing my mental health. So that was overthinking, overstressing, worrying, um, going home and stressing about certain situations, thinking about how I could help someone. Um, worrying about the next day, worrying about people's situations, um, making myself available. If somebody needed me, I would be the first person up to call or to send send an encouraging message or go above and beyond and do something. But that was on for me all of the time. I never knew how to turn that off. So when I say that I was always accessible to people, that I always made myself accessible, I didn't know how to set boundaries. um, It wasn't as though I felt like I was being taken advantage or anything like that again because this is my doing that was my choice it was again I didn't know how to create balance with being there a support system for friends and family and being able to say okay that's it that's enough that's my kind of limit my cutoff I'm no longer going to take that home with me or I'm not going to allow it to roll over to the next day um there was no on and off I would lose sleep I wouldn't sleep well. I would harp on situations or um, whatever the case was for days. Um, I would be so, so stressed out for with people coming over to my house because my level of anxiety was always super high because I had to have the house clean. I had to have things in order. I had to have this because I cared so much about what people thought. And it was, I couldn't get the concept of, Isabella, they don't care about your house. They care about you. They're here to visit you. I could never get that concept out of my head. It was because, again, I do want to see you. I want I want you to come over. I want you to share my space. I want to share my space with you. I want us to have a good time and 
all of that, but I could never ever just physically like calm myself down and like get out of my head of no, you have to be a certain way, you have to uphold this, you have to do that. I couldn't, I could never turn that off. And so it created a lot of stress and a lot of anxiety and I was constantly, constantly overthinking. I was trying to uphold expectations that I assumed other people were putting on me, but again, those are just things that I put on myself. Um, And again, no one knew those things except for me. So when I say that I was making myself accessible, I gave so much of myself to the life that I was living it wasn't it's no one's fault it's no one's I'm not saying that that was anybody's fault no one made me do those things again I am somebody who takes accountability for that kind of stuff for everything that in my life and that was something that I did constantly and it was something that was scaring me to the point where I felt like I was losing myself because it was such an auto thing for me it was so normal it was something again that I couldn't turn off And so to be in this um, space now, to have this experience of removing myself physically from everything, you know, my life, my work, my friends, my family, my hometown, um, to completely remove myself and only worry about myself because I'm hundreds of miles away is a totally different experience, is something that I had to do to save myself, something that I had to do to save my mental health, something that I had to do, whether, again, whether people knew that, people knew, understood it, they were aware of it, they believe it, that's not my concern. I knew for myself that what was going on. I knew that I needed to prioritize myself again and feel the way that I feel right now. Um, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. That was something that someone had said, um, you know, as far as, um, some of the books that I'm reading too, it's like you try to do something and you go somewhere and you're hoping that, you know, the grass is greener on the other, on the other side. And it's like, the grass is going to be green where you water it, you know, unless you have that resource. And that's not a resource that I had at the time to water the grass at that time. I had to get up. I had to get up and physically remove myself before it got bad, you know? And so now the grass is green over here. I'm making sure that thing is fertilized, watered, the edges are trimmed, all that stuff. You know, it's because I have the actual mental mental capacity to do so. I see things in a different light. I'm able, my perspective and is completely different. You know, things that I used to worry about on a day-to-day basis that were so minor, were so big to me at the time because, again, that's what I put upon myself as far as expectations that the this is what people, this is what society cares about. This is what I need to uphold. And it's like, there's no way to survive. You will not survive that way. That's no way to live, you know? So, like I said, that was, it's definitely me being vulnerable right now and opening myself up and in hopes that this will reach somebody out there that, maybe going through something similar has experienced that um you know it's just to say you don't have to go through the same strides that I'm going through but I will always share and be open and honest um with my experience and like I said this is incredible the amount of growth that I've been able to do in and have within the last three weeks since I've moved and it feels great you know I feel so empowered I'm super proud of myself Um, I feel so alive. I feel free. Um, I feel at peace with 
everything that I have done, um, there's only moving forward from here. There is no need for me to be anything other than what I am right now, you know, and, and take each day as it comes. Some days require a little bit more rest. Some days require some creativity. Some days require me to learn and pick up a book and read. Some days require a little bit more outside time and to get some sunshine in and to just explore and kind of walk around. Um, each day is different and I allow myself to experience each day as it comes. There are goals that I have set, yes. You know, like I said, no social media for 30 days. Try to walk five miles a day. Um, but those are things no matter what that I'm committed to because I have, I have that discipline now. Um, the motivation is going to waver. The motivation is going to be some days very high, some days very low. But because I'm disciplined and I have... I have in mind how I want to feel um, and the, just the life that I want to live and what the goals that I want to achieve. The discipline has to be there in order for me to get there. I have to be committed to be disciplined in order to get there. And so it is going to look funky to some people. It is going to look like you're crazy. You know what I mean? Like that's insane. And that's like, what? You know, but it only has to make sense to me. And I know for myself that pushing myself this hard is not it's not something that I can't do. I know I can do it. It's not something that's going to be so so hard or super hard or super crazy. Like I can do it. I know I can do it. So I just wanted to before I end the episode, I just wanted to read a little bit about the book that I've actually read a couple times and I've listened to the audiobook. It's called You Are a Badass: How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness and Start Living an Awesome Life. And here it goes. So it's chapter 17. The chapter is called, It's So Easy Once You Figure Out It Isn't Hard. So one of her um, little snippets of the book, it says, We call these stories because they are just that. They are not the truth, and they can be rewritten. You're the author of your own life, not your parents, not society, not your partner, not your friends, not the bullies who called you Fatzilla in junior high. And the sooner you decide to write yourself a better script, the sooner you get to live a more awesome life. Before you can let go of your stories, get clear on what they are. Listen to what you say and what you think about and start busting yourself in your own lies. We get so used to and so identify with our broken records that we don't even notice they exist or that they're not even real. And yet we'll fight to the depth to uphold their non-truths. Sad Jack Jane, the lawyer, says she should keep her miserable job at the prestigious firm because she'll never find one that she likes that pays as well. Really? Is that why nobody on earth anywhere is doing a job that they love and making even more money than you, Jane? Lonely-hearted Sally always says she can't find a good, a good single man because there aren't any left out there. Really, Sally? All the good single men were hunted down and killed, so no matter how many dates you go on or how many times you put on sexy high heels and hang around a Home Depot, you'll never bump into anyone? I don't think so. Broke-ass Joe, the personal trainer, always talks about how he can't make any money and how there are no high-paying clients out there. Really, Joe? Not any? Anywhere? Then how is it that other personal trainers have more high-paying clients than they can handle, and that some even created energy drinks and workout products with their pictures on them and are remaking or are reselling them on QVC? Another good place to catch yourself in a story is by looking at our areas in our life that are sagging. If you're constantly angry, maybe your story is, nobody understands me. If you're always overweight, maybe your story is, I have no self-discipline. 
If you're uninvited from Thanksgiving dinner, maybe because you wouldn't let anyone else talk at the last three family gatherings, maybe your story is, nobody pays attention to me. Remember, as Wallace Waddle said, to think what you want to think is to think the truth, regardless of appearances. Instead of pretending to be stuck in these lame realities, use your power of thought to change your attitude and change your life. Start paying attention. What are your favorite self-sabotaging stories? What do you hear yourself think and say over and over again that has become who you are? Bust yourself in your own tired, old, broken records right now so you can set about rewriting your stories and create the kind of life you love. So the story, of course, goes on. The book is freaking fantastic if you guys haven't already read it or heard about it. It actually is free on YouTube. If you just type in You Are a Badass, it'll come up. Um, the audiobook is about five hours. It's definitely worth it. And that's pretty much it. Um, I just wanted to share, like I said, a little bit of where I was at today and what's going on. Um, as always, I hope you guys have an awesome day and I will see you guys on my next episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on Little This, Little That. Don't forget to go out and spread your love and light. Bye.